0: This is episode 118, there's no Cyrus today, just me and Durgan, so you know it's going to be a party, no downer, oh Eagles, so sad, now we got, oh Niners, so sad, and some Packers (laughs) on a bye week, so neutral, Uh, but just me and Durgan this week, Cyrus will probably be back next week, Um, and we we look forward to to jumping into this this episode, we got our winners and losers like normal, and then a few games of the week, but first, Durgan, how you doing? Well, you asked me last week and I was doing very good.
1: And I ask now, <laughs> and it's, it's back to being sad. So, you know, it, hey, but Notre Dame is new head coach, so that I'm happy about. True. And some, my true. life's not completely terrible, but it, it could be better. It could be better.
0: It, it could be. There's a lot of moving and a shaking in the college world. Lincoln Riley is getting yeah. fucking houses bought for him, getting private planes. Brian Kelly's all over the getting place. Yeah, I mean, hey, that, chase, it, that, a, chase that money. It's it's a doggy dog world. I mean, I feel bad for
1: these kids though. They com- commit to you know coaches, and then yeah, they're oh yeah, we're, we're all in. We're all in. Okay, I'm moving to Los Angeles. Okay, I'm moving to Baton Rouge.
0: It's like yeah, for real. And you think you're entering like a stable program? Like oh, Lincoln yeah. Riley is not going to leave, or Brian Kelly's never going to leave. He is fucking Notre Dame for the last yeah. decade. And, and then and, and there's,
1: there's a reason why no Alabama gets recruits besides being you know really good. at that Nick Saban ain't leaving? Yeah. That's yeah. what these coaches kind of realize, you know, you stick around for a bit, you build some wins, you build some trust. But, you know, yeah. when, you're, when you're getting paid $100 million to live in Los Angeles in a beach house. Yeah, uh, I, I was, it's, you know, I, I would be tempted by that as well. I I, I, would, I would quote uh,
0: MJ and say, yeah, fuck them kids. So <laughs> Sometimes you got to, you know. Sometimes you, you got to. Say, hey guys, I appreciate you, but uh, daddy's <laughs> got to make some money.
1: Yeah, yeah. All right, enough college, enough college, enough college.
0: Now to yes, the big boys. Yeah. yeah, now now for the big boys. Well, let's uh, let's dive into our, our winners and losers right off the bat. Um, we may touch on some of those topics we, we just yes. uh, mentioned a little bit there. Uh, but, Durgan, why don't you start us off with your winner? Yes, this would have been my winner last week. Uh, we
1: missed a recording last week. We apologize for that. But we're back this week, and my winner is staying the same, and it's the Washington football team. And if the season ended today, they'd be in the playoffs. They'd actually be the sixth seed ahead of the 49ers four straight wins three against teams that are in the playoff hunt uh, or in the playoffs and it's not the most you know eye pleasing football it, it's quite ugly mm-hmm. on offense uh, they don't really have a strong scheme I think uh, they kind of misuse some of their talent but they're doing enough to win and their defense which makes no sense they're playing better without chase young uh, there's no rhyme or reason for that maybe this players more motivated more, you know, have to need to step up, but they're getting a the job done. Um, five straight against the NFC to end the season. And NFC, we all know, isn't murderers row. I mean, they'd play Cowboys are a good team this week. Um, but if they go mm-hmm. three and two against teams you know, that are beatable, that's probably going to get them in the playoffs. Um, of course, two of the games are versus Eagles, who, you know, are also kind of in that playoff hunt. Uh, they're game back or half game back of Washington at the moment. But they win those two games, they're essentially, and no matter what, they split those, they're even in pretty good shape. So while their direction for the future, they don't have quarterbacks still of the future. Heineke, you know, he's fine, but I don't think he's their guy. Um, they're missing some guys. But from a team team uh, perspective, Ron Rivera is doing another great job uh,
0: rallying these guys and making them relevant. Yeah, for sure. And they're not even <clears throat> totally out of the divisional race. I, I think they're clearly not as good a team as the Cowboys, yes. but the Cowboys have put up some some clunkers recently yeah. and dropped some some easy games themselves. So you, you play the Cowboys, you're two games back, you split with them and have have them drop a game, and you're, you're right there. And who would have mm-hmm. thought my own Washington football team <laughs> at, at, at the beginning the of the guys. year winning the division? It's hey, a possibility. I mean, who who, who would have thought, thought a month ago they'd be here? Not me yeah they're two and, two and four a month ago now they're now they're six and six so props to them for figuring out whatever they, they're figuring out and I'm doing the breakdown this week on Taylor Heineke I'm not there completely done with it but um, sort of a gunslinger type of guy he's fun to watch like he, mm-hmm. he makes stuff happen makes some stupid decisions too but that's what you get with uh, a gunslinger <laughs> well, <that's> like, <laughs> like that kind. I mean he's
1: like Ryan Fitzpatrick without the beard it's just kind of the yeah, same style yes. where it's like what are you doing oh wait that worked out yeah, And then it yeah, drives you crazy, exactly. but yeah, you know, now that he's established, he'll play for another seven, eight years. He'll bounce yeah. around,
0: never have a home, but yeah. he bought himself I mean, a lot the, of money. Yeah, Next journeyman quarterback along with, yeah. I don't know, Gardner Minshew. I was going to say Gardner Minshew, but maybe <laughs> Minshew. Top five quarterback in five years, guys. Hey, I mean, he balled out. He balled now out. This, now that Cyrus isn't here, we can finally speak
1: some Eagles truth, and <laughs> Minshew might be better than the Hurts. But you know, that's a different, different story
0: over a different day yeah i um, he he played well man he, he played very well. well uh i'll move on to my my winner here and it's i've, I've picked the patriots a couple times but i'm picking them again because they just keep rolling and they keep finding ways to win in in different kind of situations and that last one day it was the the win they've aired teams out they, they've sort of done everything they've shut teams down on on defense um and Football Outsiders now has them at a 53% chance of making the Super Bowl. Jeez. Um, so whether you, you trust that statistic or not, yeah, yeah, do with that what you will. But uh, still an impressive thing for a team that we can roast Cyrus some more. You said, "Oh, they're just spending a lot of money. They're trying to buy some wins with Johnu Smith and Hunter Henry, and that's a lot of money just to go eight and eight or eight and nine or uh, whatever the new combination of record is there." Yeah. Um, but they're they're getting it done. You know, Hunter Henry's legit. Johnu Smith made a great catch of, of the three throws that were made on <laughs> on Monday. Kendrick Bourne is doing some things like they're getting contributions from some from everyone. Uh, including that backfield which you know belichick likes to just interchange running backs at the the flip of a switch you're a little bit late and you never play in the nfl again or you know you show up on time do your thing and you have 200 yard games every 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 week or something so um they're they're not the most flashy not the most exciting but they're getting the job done defense is playing well mac jones is playing well and uh they're 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 ascending, man. Like, I'm sorry, Bills fans, guys. You had one year, and now yeah, we, the Patriots are right back. Right back. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm still not
1: convinced that the Patriots are better than the Bills. I mean, that game was, I mean, once again, it was Belichick being Belichick, and they had their strategy of run or mm-hmm. run the ball every single time, and it worked. They good defense, uh, but I mean, I mean, the Bills and the Patriots are, you know one A, one B, I think in the AFC at this point. I mean the Bills kinda of, actually kinda of struggling. They're seven to five, but they are in terms of talent, they they are a superior team, but the Patriots have the system. And mm-hmm. I've I've said this before, Mac Jones is playing very well, but look what happened when, you know, he didn't have to throw the ball pretty much the entire game. They still found out ways to win. But right. the thing I see what he's doing well is he is staying within the offense. And that's why the Cam Newton fit last year it worked for a little bit, but it didn't work full time because he is a, you know, I'm going to run you over, but I'm not going to throw the ball accurately. I'm a playmaker, right. but I'm not going to look find that check down. Mac Jones says he's finding the open guys and then sprinkling in those very nice throws once in a while, which is, you know, mm-hmm. very much a you know, reason for optimism for his future. But you look at the AFC in general, Patriots obviously in first, but the second and third place team, the Titans. They're banged up. Yep. Tannehill's not playing great. And the Ravens, who are, have to be the most injured team in the NFL, those yep. guys are dropping like flies. Marlon Humphreys now after the season, he's probably their best defender. And Lamar yep. Jackson's turned the ball over way too much, but they, they are finding ways to win. Mm-hmm. But um, and the Chiefs, even though they're kind of turning it around, but they don't look bulletproof at all whatsoever. So that fifty percent chance, I think it might be a little high. But there is a lot of reason to believe this team not only make the Super Bowl, but can win the Super Bowl because the way they run their offense, not many teams do that. So while you're trying to prepare for you – know, let's say you're the Chiefs in the playoffs. You need to worry mm-hmm. about Justin Herbert, Joe Burrow, uh, Josh Allen, and facing these guys. And then the next week you have to face you know, a team that's going to run the ball and bully you the entire game. Yeah. Different strategies, yeah. of course. Um but you know Belichick's done it again, proving that he wasn't a product of Brady's greatness, and that maybe both of them were both independently great uh, at their respective
0: jobs. For sure, they they keep finding ways to win, and that's that's mm-hmm. what makes a good team. What, what makes a good coach? So, um, props props to them, and uh, the reign of terror continues on, on the AFC, particularly. Yeah. Uh, why don't we dive into losers? Who's your loser this week? It, it, it's
1: minnesota vikings first off congratulations to the detroit lions winning a game and uh, they are very bad but i i never (laughs) thought after a few weeks that they were the worst team in the nfl had the worst record didn't win a game but i look at how they play the niners and i look at the jaguars play the niners and i'm in my head thinking the lions would beat the crap out of the jaguars and not because mm. they're better team, it's just they're trying to win. You know, they, right. they, they are scrappy, and they know that they're you know not going to win many games. But they'll hang around some teams. They should have beat the Ravens a few weeks yeah. back when Tucker hit a 60, 60-yard field goal. So it's not like they're just giving up and rolling over. Um, so props to them, and the Vikings are you know, banged up. And that's the reason why I think they're a loser. As Dalvin Cook, they keep saying he's weak to weak. Dude has a tour labrum. Like, that's yeah. not going to get better. You can play through it, but it's a very, very painful injury, and you're taking a lot of hits to running back. Maybe if you're – like George Kittle, he tore his labrum the year he set the record for tight ends. He's getting hit a lot too, but he's a bigger guy, and he's not getting hit as much straight on, and he's right. also bigger. So he can deliver some of the blow. Don Cook's a big guy, but you know when you're carrying the ball 20, 30 times a game – it's going to hurt. You don't need surgery yeah. on it. So um, I don't expect him to play this week and you know kind of week to week, but they have to win out. Um, the Steelers this Thursday, uh, that's the tough game. The Steelers are scrappy. The Steelers will not go away no matter how much <laughs> <laughs> we discarded them. They, they just kind of hang around. Uh, but Adam Thielen's out this week. Mm. You know, Kirk Cousins is playing well, but their defense is horrendous especially their run defense. They have nobody up front. Yeah. Um, they have some guys in the secondary who are okay. And some linebackers are okay, but they, they got, I mean, bullied them two weeks ago on the ground. So I expect the Steelers to do the same thing. And then they play the Packers who can do the same thing. And the Rams, I think are ascending. So those three games, um, they have to win probably two of those Steelers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They can pull that off. I don't see any chance the Packers or Rams beat them unless they, for some reason, give them the game. Um, they were in good shape to make the playoffs up until this week. Uh, they were, I mean, they lost an hour, but they were still in the, I think they were the seventh seed or right there. So all they had to do is essentially beat the lions and they had a good chance. They didn't do that. So now they kind of screwed themselves over and you have to start thinking Mike Zimmer, good coach, but what has he accomplished in Minnesota? He's been there for a long time. He's the longest coach, um, active coach who hasn't made a super bowl. Mm-hmm. You know, it might be time for a rebuild or a retool, but they got some players, so they're, they're kind of stuck in right in the middle. They're limbo.
0: They are. They are. I mean, you got to figure out what to do with Kirk Cousins. They still have some aging but solid defensive guys, and defense is supposed to be your thing, and yeah. your defense sucks. And you're, you're sort of been middling the, the last couple of years, um, and now you're in danger of missing the playoffs, and you have an embarrassing loss there to the Lions. Uh, the seat's getting warm. It's yeah, getting warm. <laughs> I mean, I,
1: uh, I, I think he's a good coach. So you, I mean, you fire him, either to try to find an upgrade, which isn't easy to do, but you know maybe a new voice in there will help out because, like you said, they have some old guys on defense that they have to you know, replace, mm-hmm. and then you're stuck with Kirk Cousins at least one more year, maybe two more years. We have Justin Jefferson, so you need a good quarterback to get him the ball. <sighs> is it, is, I don't know. Probably like our entire lives, they've just been good and not great, but not yeah. bad enough to tank.
0: Yeah, I don't know there Too was bad. there were some Christian Ponder years in there, and they were, the were pretty bad. That's and, right, that's right. Uh, but they, even then, they, I mean, they weren't picking in the top five. They were. Yeah, they were six or, and ten, or yeah, you know, five and eleven. They they,
1: they seem to always pick between like ten and twenty-two. It is in that yeah. range always. Yeah. yeah.
0: True. They they give the Packers the run a, a run for their they always money. Always beat the uh, always beat the Packers once. Good, good rivalry. I feel like yeah. that's a bigger rivalry than than Packers Bears because the Bears have just been Suck. predominantly bad for <laughs> yeah. fair, uh, two fair. decades or so now. Um, but yeah, the, tough one for the Vikings. It, it's there's there's a lot of teams in the NFC that are all hovering around that that five hundred number mm-hmm. that are. You know, some weeks you, you think like, oh, shit, this team could make some noise in the playoffs. And then the next week through you're like, oh, this is barely a, a 500 team. Um, so we'll see sort of what happens with them. And that segues for me really easily for, for my loser of the week, which is the 49ers. Not as bad as the Vikings, I think. I think the Niners are in a better spot that, uh, than the, the Vikings are. But they lost to the Seahawks, who looked terrible the last few weeks. They could barely score any points against the Jaguars. Uh, or you know in in general as their their season has gone since Russell Wilson has gotten back um, just hasn't looked like himself Um, so in that process they took a playoff hit you know you sort of I it's not necessarily the Vikings Lions kind of deal but it is yeah yeah uh, it seems like the Niners are a better team than the Seahawks they should have won they didn't. They let that special teams touchdown happen, which I I heard the coach took ownership for and said like, yeah, it's just it's my fault. There's nothing the players could have done. I should have not aligned like that, which is great. To take ownership, but also why why are you aligned like out. that, dude? <laughs> uh, so still in the wild card race. Not super worried. I think they're probably one of the better teams that uh, are in that bunch of of guys. Cluttered. I feel like it's yeah. Uh, <clears throat> I feel like the Rams are maybe a step above at, like, five. And then there's, like, four or five teams at six and seven. And I think the the uh, the Niners are probably the best out of that grouping.
1: Yeah, I mean, between six and 12, all those teams are, in, in theory, alive. Well, they are because the like game's separating them. But the NFC just sucks this year, and it's, it's weird. Which makes it more troubling that the Niners are fighting for a playoff berth when they should be, you know, not as good as the Cardinals, maybe, but they should. If they won against the Seahawks, I think they would essentially have clinched, not clinched, but they'd be in very good shape for the playoffs because they would be seven and five with tiebreakers over the Eagles and Vikings, which is the reason why I'm I'm still cautiously optimistic. Even if they lose this week, they need to go three and two, three and two close season (laughs) out. They play the Falcons, Titans. God help me, they lose those games and I hope they the playoffs. <laughs> and then they play the Bengals this week, which we'll talk about. Uh, Titans or Rams. Win one of the three games, and those two games, you're still in. But like you said, Russell Wilson is just their daddy. He can't help but always own the Niners. He's been terrible mm-hmm. since he came back from injury. And then The first drive, they threw two screen passes, and I'm like, all right, (laughs) this is going to be a blowout. Like, this is great. And the special teams touchdown happens. Okay, they come back, you know, doing good shape. Then they fumble to start the second half. They have Mm. made three costly mistakes on special teams, those two I mentioned, and then previous week against the Vikings, a lot of kick return touchdown um, and special teams. And DVOA, whether you like it or not, it shows the Niners are a top-ten offensive team Top ten defensive team, twenty second in special teams. Mm -hmm. That's how they're losing games. And you know, special teams is so overlooked, but you always see that teams that do well are sound on special teams. Yeah, it's 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 annoying. Um, But it's it's a circle of life in NFC West. Seahawks always beat the Niners. Niners always beat the Rams. Rams always beat the Seahawks. And then the Cardinals is kind of sprinkling good years (laughs) every like every half decade. Um, and that's what's happening this year. But it's frustrating. I mean, if they would have beat the Seahawks, that would have clinched the Seahawks to be under 500. Would have almost guaranteed <laughs> that Pete Carroll wouldn't fired, which is just the icing on the cake. But, uh-huh. you know, it's, it's the Niners. Now, now they're back on their bullshit, which they're getting injured every single play. And key starters are out after being healthy for the last month. So... It just, it just never ends. Never
0: can be happy with this team. <laughs> never. That's it's the nature of football. There's only one team happy at the end. That's true. True, so, true. true, true, true. Uh, but while we're on the topic of the 49ers, let's roll right into our games See of the week. Game. And the first mm-hmm. game we got is the 49ers and the Bengals. What, what are your thoughts? So, uh, huge game for both teams.
1: If they lose, there's a chance that they could you know, fall out of the playoffs. Uh, Bengals are sixth. And the AFC Niners are seventh. Uh, I think there's is a more important game for the Bengals because, like I said, the NFC is kind of ass this year. Meanwhile, the AFC is very strong. Um, games in Cincinnati uh, got flexed into the 1 o'clock p.m. West Coast time. I don't know why that was the case, but it did. Um, but spent a lot of time trashing the Niners. I think they won this game 34-28. Uh, when you look at this game, Niners cornerbacks are not very good, and the Bengals are a good offensive team, especially passing the ball. But Joe Burrow has a hurt pinky, right hand. I don't care you know who you are. That's going to affect them at least throwing the ball down the field. He's going to be able to hit the short completions, but down the field where they, you know, especially him and Jamar Chase, are so good at, that's going to take a hit. Not saying he won't be able to ball out, Am saying though that that it's going to have some effect. I think um, the Bengals' run defense is good, but their pass defense is not very good. And I also don't think they've been tested versus a team like the Niners. So I don't care who the running back is. If their offensive line gets rolling, anybody can run behind them. Uh, especially the a lot of play action. George Kittle is has five touchdowns in his last five games. He's getting work back into the mix. Uh, Fred Warner's back from injury, which is huge for the defense in the middle. I think Debo Samuel is going to play. I don't know how much. Um, so maybe even if you need to use them as a decoy. Have them out there doing something. Um, so I think it's going to be a high-scoring game. Um, but I have an odd feeling the Diners win this game. Gut feeling. I, I was a lot more nervous for some reason when they played the G, uh, Seahawks the past week. Mm-hmm. I have, like, no anxiety going into this game, which is might be a bad thing, actually. <laughs> but, but I, I think they'll, they'll win a close game.
0: Yeah, Burrow did not look... Super comfortable throwing the ball after he, he, whatever, it looked like he dislocated it yeah, they, and popped it back in. They kept showing uh, him, and he was, like, wincing at every throw on the sideline. Yeah. yeah, but he, he toughed it out. He's a tough dude. I'll, I'll give him that. He, he keeps plugging. Uh, he's a fun guy to watch, although a little bit erratic sometime with his decision-making. Uh, but I, I still don't know who the Bengals are, man. Like it, it's they're hard to figure out. Like they they lost the Jets, they got blown out by the Browns, then they beat the the Raiders. They blow out the Raiders. They blow out the Steelers. and Then the Chargers blow them out, and the Chargers have looked up and down. Uh, so I they're just so inconsistent. It's hard for me to get a beat on who they're gonna be uh, every week, especially on the offense. Uh, and mm-hmm. I think that leads a little bit towards Zach Taylor, and just you know he's had some glimpses where he's improved and then there's sometimes where it's just like dude what are you what are you doing uh so uh with that being said i think the 49ers are playing a little bit more even they're starting to find some success in what's working and get back to a little bit what they were in 2019 at least on offense um with the balance of running pass and getting kittle involved and demo is really really coming on sort of like he was during his rookie year and and breaking out um jimmy is doing Jimmy, Jimmy things when he looks good, he looks good when he makes the bad play, he makes the bad play. But uh, ultimately I got San Francisco winning. I think San Francisco's defense is a little bit more opportunistic. Uh, can create more turnovers with the pass rush fumbles, uh, all that kind of stuff. Fred Warner flying around. Um, so I got the 49ers winning 31 to 27.
1: Uh, Jimmy G. <laughs> I, 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 before I went quickly, it's playing before he goes next game. That last drive was a microcosm of his entire career. He drives them down 90-plus yards in three minutes. Mm -hmm. This pinpoint passes, looking great, finding his playmakers in stride, and then he gets to the red zone. And, you know, that third down call, could have been holding, don't want to put the refs in a situation. And the fourth down call, ball gets bad down. It's like he can't finish the job. It's quite annoying. But next game, more importantly. (laughs) All right, our next game: Bills versus the Bucks. Yeah, it's gonna be a, might be an explosive game. Um, common sense says not bet against Tom Brady and pick him, but I'm gonna go the Bills twenty-eight twenty-seven. Like I said earlier, the Bills are sneakily on the playoff bubble, and they shouldn't be because they're very talented and they don't have as you know bad of injuries as other teams do. And Josh Allen's not playing bad. Monday, that game doesn't count <laughs> for his, you know, for his stats. I mean, you couldn't, nobody can throw. If he can't, if, with his arm strength, if he can't throw the ball well, nobody could have. Um, and the Bucs are obviously a good team, but the Hungry Dog gets the bone. Bills will eke one out. Uh, they need to really attack a weak Buccaneers secondary. And the Buccaneers defense is very good but they're very good at stopping the run. They're the best run defense last two years in NFL. Or the Bills don't care if they run the ball 10 times a game. They want to throw the ball as much as they can. So that's why I think the Bucks are kind of a good matchup. uh, If if you're a Bills fan, Uh, Brady didn't go off. But the Bills defense is quite solid. Uh, Their defensive line isn't flashy. Get the job done. Linebackers cover a lot of space. Be a close one, but must win game for the Bills in my opinion. Uh, they want to like, run in Super Bowl.
0: Yeah, the Bills are a little bit like the the Bengals. They've been inconsistent. Had that that dud against the Jaguars, then got blown out against the Colts. But then you see the flashes where they're they're putting up forty points mm-hmm. a game. Um, so again, can they even out? That's that's the big question. At this point, I trust the Buccaneers a little bit more. Yeah, and I'm sure Buffalo still has some some Brady trauma in their in their blood. <laughs> they didn't totally rid themselves of that. Um, at least, you know, he, he beat the Patriots for them early on in the year. So, um, there, there may be that silver lining there that, that Tom's no longer beating just the bills. He's been beating the bills and the Patriots potentially. Um, but I, I've got Tampa winning 35 to 24. Uh, they just feel like an ascending team. That's, that's really starting to get their groove sort of like the 49ers before, the the Seahawks lost but I think Gronk being back has been a huge addition um the the, you know remember that Antonio Brown went out with with injury first and then his stupid fake vaccination card uh but I think that took some adjustment for them to figure out how the offense is going to work and look uh, without him in there. And then Gronk was also out for ex- an extended mm-hmm. period of time in there too. So it's just finding ways to, to what what's your identity with those guys out and, and getting Gronk back has, has helped a lot, I think. So ultimately, anyways, like I said, Bucks win, I think, 35-24. to 24. Last game, staying in the NFC West, Rams and Cardinals. Yeah, last game – Last time these two teams played, the Cardinals
1: beat the Rams pretty pretty bad. Um, this time, I think it's be opposite. I think it's going to be a Rams close win, thirty to twenty eight. Uh, we saw them have their first hundred yard rusher in a very long time with Sony Michelle, mm-hmm. uh, and I think if they can get not they don't need hundred yards, they need some consistency in the run game. And I think if they have more of that balance, it opens up play action. It gets Cooper Cup, you know, single coverage. It gets OBJ and some space. They are, I think, they'll be able to do that against a aggressive Cardinals defense that will stack the box if they do start running the ball well. First half, you try to build that run. And, you know, I don't want to use the Niners because their offense is not as good as the Rams. But what they do a good job of is even if the team is stopping the run, they're going to keep running the ball just so they have to respect that. Right. They respect it enough. You bring the linebackers in. You go right behind them. Pick up that 15-yard gain over and over again. And now I see that I think the Rams will start doing that. Hopefully, at least Um, the Rams' defense hasn't been—it's been good this year, but it's definitely taking a step back from last year uh, when they, you know, had Brandon Staley as their defensive coordinator. Aaron Donald still a hell of a player. I think he's been a little quiet this year. For as good as he He can be and has been, Um, and he still has great odds of a defensive player of the year and you look at his stats and you can't look at like stats for his impact of course but I, I think he's gonna have a strong end of the season uh into the playoffs i expect him to have maybe two sacks this game against kyler murray who uh you know came back last week i still don't know how much he's gonna be able to run around on that bum ankle um especially you know in the pocket maybe you roll him out won't be a big of a deal but he's able to you know Lose, uses heights as advantage and stay low and cut uh, and break some uh, sacks and some tackles don't know how much he's going to feel comfortable doing that so give me the rams on a close one 30
0: 28 yeah i think for the rams their stars ha- have to start being stars like mm-hmm. where's jalen ramsey been where's aaron donald been von miller uh, where's cooper cup been where's von miller been where's matthew stafford been like none of those guys are really playing super well right now um and when your top tier dudes they, they got like six or seven really mm-hmm. elite blue chip guys and none of those guys are playing like blue chip guys uh, and that makes it hard to win uh, and and figure stuff out um they obviously lost a, a few guys in the secondary and in free agency um and are, are trying to pick up the pieces there and change a different uh, to a different defensive coordinator but um you know, I'm, I'm, I was hesitant on the Cardinals originally, uh, especially with Murray just coming back, but it seemed like DeAndre and he didn't miss a beat. Yeah. They, they, you know, were, were dicing te- uh, teams up. Um, so uh, I'm not super concerned with, with them, and they still look solid on defense. And um, I, I just think Arizona is the better team right now, more consistent team, um, and, and that they'll they'll show that they're really they're gonna put the the finishing touches on division I, I don't know i can't find the word on the division yes but like <laughs> on a uh, stranglehold stranglehold on the division right. uh, and make sure that the the rams can't catch us catch them in, in the last few games there so i got the, the the cardinals winning 31 to 24 um should be a fun one uh this 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 division has sort of in some ways panned out how, how we thought it would with in the beginning of the year with with some some good matchups and and some good teams the seahawks at the bottom but um there, there have been some good battles and i think this will be another one of those nfc west games are always close they are they, they make them it. interesting Well, that is going to do it for episode 118. Before we sign off officially, though, Durgan, what do you got coming up this week people should keep an eye out for?
1: Yes, so already out, I break down some of the top head coaching candidates as we begin the cycle. Um, Some teams, the Bears, should be making uh, (laughs) moves very soon to replace their head coach. And uh, we've talked about this personally. I can't believe the Panthers fired Joe Brady. That makes oh, yeah, no dude. sense. I mean, wild. I, he's not going to be a head coaching uh, next year, but someone's about to get a very good offense coordinator. And I think it will be NFL. I don't think he's going to go back to college. So, you know, if, if you're a, you know, example, I'm trying to think you're you're Raheem Morris. You're the coordinator of the Rams, who's not an X's and O's guy, but yeah. he's, he's a candidate. I'm on the phone now with Joe Brady saying, hey, you're going to have all in charge of the offense, and when I do right. my interview circuit will be paired together. Something to look out for. Yeah. Um, yeah. especially for young for defensive head coaches. Um but that's article already out, uh then another mock draft uh next week since next week is mid December. Can't believe it. But um another mock draft now mm-hmm. that the college football season is
0: regular season is wrapped up. Um so that'll be out next week awesome stuff the mock drafts are, are always great to look at and the crowd and favorites. peek at always changing too you know mm-hmm. moving in a shaking and as yep. as more information comes out and people take a deeper look and you do a great job with that so uh, make sure you guys go and check out Durgan's mock draft and uh, the coaching candidates I am doing a breakdown on Taylor Heineke of the Washington football team this this week and, and taking a look at, at, is he really a franchise guy? Can you rely on him week in and week out? Maybe, maybe you got a little bit of a hint of that in, in this episode. Uh, but if you want to see it tied to the film and, and what he's doing well, what he's doing poorly, make sure to check that out. It'll probably be out on Friday, both on the website and the YouTube channel. Uh, but that is going to wrap things up here. And we will see you next week for episode 119.